seen tonight's episode but yeah we'll make sure we discuss that very soon it's been a while since we've heard future serenade us into addiction pain hurt cheating a lot of that possibly not cheating because it kind of technically doesn't count a lot of that a lot of that a lot of that going on tonight welcome back it has been two and a half years since we did this show (laughs) two and a half years of waiting a pandemic, a pandemic, uh, <laughs> for some em- Emmys, uh, Academy Award nominations, movies, mm-hmm. and through all of that, mm-hmm. we are back again. Welcome to Overly Medicated, a euphoric look into HBO's hit television show, Euphoria. We are fucking back. I want the applause this time. Okay. That's the vision. We are fucking back, yo. We are fucking here, feel, man. We're, we're going to be talking about so many different uh, on on the NBA side. Like Clay Thompson just returned, and they've been talking for the past like two and a half years of how many how many things have changed in the NBA since then. Literally, the world has changed since the last time we did like a full set of overly medicated. Yeah, so so much stuff has has changed. Clay Thompson hasn't played NBA since. <laughs> I think his I think his finals injury was before the season. I think I think the pilot. I think this his injury was before the pilot. God damn, what a year! <clears throat> we had RNC Cookout that year. Uh, <laughs> we had RNC Cookout that year. We we did so much stuff. Like so much stuff has changed since 2019. We did we did a couple of episodes with you guys. We actually we reviewed the pilot episode, which we which I didn't review before we, we were gonna do this show. If you didn't know, if you haven't seen the show, you know, just go back and watch some of, or listen to some of the older episodes. But um we, there's just so much stuff that that has happened since then, but now we're back. Uh me and Mark have been, you know, patiently waiting. We did that we did the bonus episodes last year and you know, we, we were we've been waiting for the show. You guys have been waiting for the show, so thank you for waiting for the show. And asking for overly medicated. For, for those that were as thirsty for overly, and I say thirsty in a very positive connotation. For those that were waiting for overly medicated like we were, can we tell people the ideas of what we wanted to do while we were waiting literally two and a half years yeah, for we, this show before tonight? <laughs> we were going to we were gonna review we were gonna review the 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 Arabic version of the show. We tried to find it. <laughs> <laughs> and we couldn't find it. We couldn't find it. Um, we were gonna. I think I don't think I told you this, but I was like, we should just just redo the show. We should just watch the show again. <laughs> and just redo redo the entire season one and just and just cap it off with a new mindset, new awards. Hey, I didn't think it was ever gonna happen again. We 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 had so many ideas <laughs> to to extend this show, but it happened at the right time. It came back at the right time. You guys are ready, waiting for it. You guys are ready for it. We're ready for it. Since the since the trailer came out, since everything came out, we we've been ready to do the show, and now we are we are here. With the uh, with the first episode of season two, long awaited season mm-hmm. two of, of Euphoria, uh, just premiered tonight. 
uh, a lot of a lot of app problems. <laughs> oh boy, I I I I rarely have heart problems with HBO Max. Usually, I know a lot of the the slander comes with Peacock and things like that. Usually, because I'm so positive with Peacock, I really don't have to worry about HBO Max. I know there's been the issues of pausing, issues of rewinding that people have had, but normally I stay okay. Me and HBO Max have a very tight, close knit relationship until tonight. Yeah. They had nine o'clock watching, happened they and had, they, they had me watching a motherfucking pilot and I was like, wait, I, yeah, exactly. At first I was like, well, I guess we're kind of rewinding season one. And then <laughs> it showed the September 11th buildings and George Bush. I'm like, there's no way they're going this deep into this, into this flashback again. Well, what's I funny, like bows out and it says pilot. What's funny. My, my app played the previously on. Mm-hmm. Start to finish and then play the pilot anyway. So like I'm like I'm like damn they starting off with the dicks again. <laughs> and then I was like oh no no that's not what they're doing this time. So so we're back with with episode one of season two. I, I just want to you know just say what was your overall thoughts of the episode before we we kind of dive deep. I thought as a, as a first episode, what I felt this though, and we'll, and we'll get to this theme throughout it is that they're building you up. It, like it, this was a crowd pleasing episode where. They give Very you so. everything that you wanted and you've been asking for for the past two and a half years. And then they're going to let, I, I feel like they're going to break all this shit down. They're going to break all of that shit up. Cause some of the most fun things about euphoria ends up being the characters that a lot of people attach themselves to. Cause there's literally like numerous people that you can take a look at and say, okay, where is their story? Where is their arc going to be for season two? What are they going to provide towards a story that we get for season two? Cause I think we haven't lost our main characters, no. but the side pieces that we have, their stories end up being so pivotal to a lot of what's going on at certain points in time. People are wondering, okay, after two and a half years, how are we going to pull all of these people? Because it would have felt a little bit different if you had select characters in. If you had select characters in, that was your episode one. We focused just on this one story. And maybe you see everybody else like later down the road, episode two, episode three. They would have been asking questions. Yeah. But we literally have the entire cast in this one scenario throughout the entire episode, which made it very good to at least be able to try and put some strings together. Yeah, I felt it got it got a little muddled uh, toward the end. Um, I think that they did try and please and serve too many masters to a point where it's like Kat kind of gets thrown to the side. There's not much in my notes about her, even though she's there. <laughs> There's little things that I felt like they put script to her to say that was just kind of like, oh, OK, like whatever, like just little things and, and stuff like that and, and there's a lot of things that they that they want you to imply that i feel like they're probably going to build upon but i did feel mm-hmm. like i as much as i like this episode and i'm much and i like where it set us up for the rest of the season it was like it was a lot to to do in the first episode but we're gonna get right into it episode one the title of this episode is trying to get to heaven before they close to close the door huh. so uh we, we who, do you, who do you think's uh what you think they're trying to make their way there I, I, I nigga saw heaven tonight. <laughs> I nigga saw heaven tonight. I tell you that much. Talk about that nigga. This nigga saw heaven. Quick. She made it sound kind of good until uh, until uh, until she was like, "Hey, get this shit out the bag. Crush that shit out, my nigga. Crush that shit." Out. Actually, actually, you know what? Before before you begin, before you begin to that, before you get to that, that even ended up starting. The, the the first few moments of the first question that I had for the second season, but kick off how we ended up starting of what we first saw in the first scene. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and I think, I think 
where we left off, you kind of had to go there, right? Um, mm-hmm. you, you end on the idle threat, you know, and, the, and then the next episode, you, you kind of, you kind of wondered how it was going to happen for him and it kind of ended off on that, on, on the standoff. So as far as giving you that, like, so I feel like it's strong. Like I was glad to see it. Like I was glad to see mm-hmm. like where they, where they picked up right kind of where they left off. Like we already knew that Rue survived. Like the thing is, is that the, the show, and that's one thing that's kind of, I hope people kind of realize that you kind of got to, you kind of do have to watch those bonus episodes to see where everybody is because they're referenced pretty heavily in this episode, like in terms of where everyone is and what day it is. Like, I think technically Mark, we're still in 2019 or 2020 uh, days. Maybe like, well, since it is now in this episode, New Year's Eve, this is literally six days from the last time that we saw Rue, which yeah. was her Christmas. discussion in the diner. <clears throat> and we ended up seeing Jules as she was having therapy. But this is literally days after a very, very huge conversation, a revealing conversation as far as Rue, uh, how she views herself, how she views other people in the diner to be able to, to put her in this position now on New Year's Eve. If you didn't watch the bonus episodes, obviously the last thing that you know is that Rue relapsed and it was theatric and it was beautiful and it was amazing, but you didn't get to see her kind of mellow herself completely down in the bonus episode to mm-hmm. be like, okay, this is what life is going to be from now on. Yeah. So we open really good, really good cinematography throughout this episode, by the way. It looked like a fucking movie. Nothing like we've ever seen before. Yeah. Um, we open with a, a flashback, same way we did in in the first the first season. I think I, I think Fez is the last one that we haven't gotten one from. As far as his family, no, I, the only thing that we've seen is just Ashtray, and then we didn't really ask too much of a question last season of Hey, uh, where did Ashtray come from? Is this his literal brother? But is I mean, like, this we, we? This was the last character that hasn't gotten a flashback. I mean, like everyone else has got. Oh, just a complete thing. flashback. Yeah, I think so. We've got the cat flashback. We've got the Maddie flashback. We've got the Cassie flashback. Uh, do we get a Lexi flashback? Or it's their sister. So if we would have got a Cassie flashback, it yeah, would have been Le- Lexi sister, flashback. Yeah. Yep. Obviously, we got Rue. Got Jules. Um, it was Fez. Do we do we get a McKay? We get a McKay flashback. Yes, we did, uh, like we did get a McKay too. flashback. Yeah, like yeah we did get a McKay flashback. Yeah. yeah, so it was Fez. Yeah, so it's Fez, and I think I guess we'll get maybe two or three more this season. So I I think that that's not over with. But we get the story of his grandmother, and so his grandmother comes in, shoots a strip club owner, dicks out, dicks out, dicks out, and the dicks out. <laughs> <laughs> the, the first, out the first the piece out. that we see tonight. Yeah, we saw two pieces in the first, <laughs> first two. Uh, but it turns out that that was Fez's dad. You catch that? Yeah. So that that's, that's they uh, they showed his grandma at that point in time walking into the strip club. Good little scenery, shot it really nice. Uh, was in there getting some whoppy wop. Grandma shot him in both of his knees. Peace out. I thought she was gonna shoot him in the piece. I was like, "Please don't shoot his piece off." This, this is, I, 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 I don't know. I would have felt it would have felt it would have felt crazy actually seeing that. But how then she walks the out. Joint, how was the you joint see- still up? I, my joint would have been. <laughs> Would have been, would have been, would have been flaccid if you shot both your knees. You never know, yo. You never, you never know where the blood circulating. Listen, man. You never man. know where the blood circulating. Listen up, New York. <laughs> when I get we talking about blood circulating with flex when I sh- when I sh- get shot in my knees, New York, my joint hard, New York. Want to know why that is, honey? Put in cold flex right now. For a two-week trial period. <laughs> All right, okay, okay, I'll stop, I'll stop, I'll stop. Gotta work on my flex. So, uh, she's, we see Fez whipping up. 
whipping up the cake, whipping it up, piecing it up. We get a lot of really good samples mm-hmm. here. We get the we get the Who Am I sample. I know you started rapping Jewel's version. Mm. What you think niggas don't cry, man? <laughs> if they okay, let's. Th- I mean, I mean, let's think about it. If they actually did go with the Jewel's and play the Y'all Think Niggas Don't Cry, man, while Fez is just in there bagging up, come on, man. What tops that? What tops that scene? If you actually have the Jewel's verse on there, you hear this. Like that, hey, as he's bagging up, come on, man. <laughs> you would see literal tear, literal tear, literal tear running down. This ride, man, because this, this how I felt watching this episode tonight, man. Mm. Think about it. You gotta think about it. You gotta think about it. You gotta think about it. Man. All right, we done. So. Light up a blunt. <laughs> so we get somebody. We get a, <laughs> so we get a we get a we get a lot of like flashback stuff. Obviously, Fezco has grown up in a very broken household. I thought this was actually. I, I gotta say, I kind of predicted this. I kind of predicted that this is how he, how he grew up. You know, in that case, I think you start putting the two and two together. Obviously, when you see Rue first see Fez. Uh, in an area where you don't see a lot of parents, you don't see a lot of family from him outside of just his brother. So you can kind of put two and two together and realize this ended up being something that happened at the house. But all my bingo card was for sure not my grandma told me how to serve. Yeah, that 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 was a that was a that was a little bit of a mind blower to me. Yeah. Uh, so one day she brings home a baby after a, a fucked up drug deal, <laughs> and the baby's just there. Uh, Rue says in her narration, of course, Rue returns to narrate. Uh, that Fez never questioned anything. He's just there, and that that's his brother. Uh, and you know, it, it's ashtray. We get the origin of his name. He ate cigarettes out of an ashtray when he was a baby, and that's where he got his name because the baby did not have a name. And they basically just raised this foster orphan baby. Lord knows where he came from into the kid that we know as ashtray. So we get two kind of two origins in one. Uh, and we yeah. get back to uh the scene of Fez threatening Nate from season one. Uh, and then we kind of go back to the standoff of Mouse and Fez, uh, at, you know, in the, in the finale of last season. Ashtray turns federal, grabs that fucking hammer, and we Bingo's are back. Fucking insane. And I said, we are back in Cuckoo Bananas Euphoria <laughs> World. <laughs> when he hit the one leg on the couch. And then the joint with the right hand, I said, yo, you are having too much fun with that hammer right this, now. This nigga's playing Assassin's Creed. This shit is over here. <laughs> <laughs> He's on a different type of time, okay? Uh, but but after that after that flashback scene, which I thought was pretty good, the cinematography was great. I felt like even though Fez wasn't born in the 70s, it looked like he was, which I felt I thought was kind of a really nice touch, just going back to mm-hmm. how, how much of a gangster his, his grandmother was. I thought it was really good. Hmm. Uh, I ended up liking it, and it told us the story of what we now get in these next moments, where yes. it's kind of like present day. Yeah, so we go back to present day, which is uh, New Year's Eve, uh, it, it seems, with with uh, Fez and Ashtray riding on a mission, and of course in the back, hit him up blaring, we get Rue. <sighs> We're back to Rue. Gr- ding, 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 green, green, green. Wee, I'm done, my dog's back. My dog's back, but I don't know, Rue. Let's talk about, let's talk about your intro record. After these last few days, hit him up blaring, rapping like you're speaking to the legend herself. Yeah. She can't hear a single word of this. You are in pain, still in pain after that Christmas Day talk. She is trying to substitute every motherfucking thing at that point. 
She thinks Biggie Smalls and Junior Mafia is Jules right now, completely rapping that first verse, just like how anybody else would. I don't blame, I don't blame her for 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 playing hit him up with such with such passion, with such decoration. I guess you would say. But that's not One riding. That that's, not, that's not riding on the mission music. That, that, that. Nah, nah, that's not, nah, nah, that's not right on a mission. Music. That's not right. We're not listening to that on the mission uh, rule at all. So, um, it seems to me that we are, you know, this is the, this is the, this is the trio right here. Rue is back to sniffing. So after the relapse, clearly has learned nothing. So she's she's right back to it. Um, but we see uh them right up to an apartment complex where Rue uh stays in the car, whereas Custer. Uh, the drug dealer, the, the 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 plug here takes takes up as an ashtray back to uh back to back to the deal and we see Rue interact with Faye who doesn't know it's a New Year's this is a week so just kind of confirming this is a week after the special that dropped last year with Rue uh we see Faye pull out hey it's Euphoria we getting right down to it we see Rue pull out the motherfucking not Rue but Faye pulls out the heroin and says it's just heroin hey just chill out taps it up. Rue's just like, come on now. I don't gotta see. I don't gotta see no needles now. I'm a few days removed. You done did some crazy shit, Rue. Heroin should be the least of your motherfucking problems right now. I mean, she just had the fent. She just had the fent on the tongue. I don't uh-huh. know. The hair on the hair on might be a little. The hair on might be a little bad right now. The fent on the tongue Bro. might still be a little bit. Her you know what brain. Saying? Her brain still sizzling. You worried about the? Guy? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You can't see no hair on, and then and then as soon as Ruth said, "Oh, it's your crotch," I'm like, "Please don't tell me she's putting heroin in a by her fucking crotch right now," and please don't show it because I don't want to see that shit. So we, you know, she can't stand to see it, but they get taken into to the apartment by Brucey and his gang, uh, who are the by guys, force by force, and they get taken into the apartment. Real intense scene, a lot of stressful scenes this episode. I must say, this was a mm-hmm. jam packed hour of just literal stress. Uh, Brucey tells him to get naked because he thinks that they're wearing wires. Uh, they oblige. I know that Mark was like, hell yeah, well, hell, yeah. hell yeah, hell well, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Eyes well, I was, I, was, I was hell yeah, hell yeah. But I, for one, it kind of threw me off because Ash kind of obliged pretty quickly. And Bruce was like, ah, I got your 12 year old ass out of the closet. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> they, they, boy, they ain't putting no do that. on a 12 year old. Hell no. Nah. So yeah. I, I, said, <laughs> do I said, come on now. You know Zendaya, Zendaya ain't getting naked. How much Spider-Man make, nigga? She ain't getting naked. Uh, yeah, well, the way it sounded, it sounded like it made two billion in these in these last couple of days. Yeah. Okay, that's I mean that's I mean that's fair. It's a fair question. It's a fair question. You was, you was too excited though. You was like, nah, no, 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 bro. But you was like, I was like, no, I was like, no way, no you, way. You she signed up to do you this. You was hitting the no way, yeah way. <laughs> <laughs> no way, yeah way. That's what she was. You was a little too excited. I'm like, I, listen, she's not getting naked. She makes too much money. She's an executive producer. She's but not then, naked. oh, oh, well, yeah, I should have thought she was the executive producer. But what threw me off. Was what happens minutes after, where you kind of start seeing like a synergy happen between Fez and Rue, and I'm like, okay, I don't know what they're gonna try and pull off here right now, but then it gets shut down very, very quickly. He grabs Rue, yep. well, Bruce grabs Rue, throws her into the shower, water all down her face. Yeah, trying to figure out, hey, um, I never knew a Jay that wasn't willing to take her clothes off, which Rue has already been barred up twice at this point in time. Yeah, because. She got barred up in the car by Faye. By Faye. Tells her, calls her a junkie Call. while she's doing heroin. Called her, yeah. If that, that, you're pretty damn bad. If a, if a heroin user put in her cross, it's like, damn, what a fucking J. <laughs> and then, now you're getting barred up in the bathroom again by Bruce, which at this point in time, she pretty much has to forcibly oblige to lift up her shirt. She takes down her pants a little bit to show that there's no wire. And he just, see, wasn't that, wasn't that so hard? 
Let's go ahead and go get dressed. But she's soaking wet. I'm like, damn, imagine how crazy it is to shoot that scene as far as like panic. The panic that you have at that point in time and in that scenario to show that you're not wearing a wire. Now you get thrown your towel and it's like, all right, let's continue going. Hey, Rue saying this ain't to be confused with no hip hop. <laughs> this ain't no hip hop. She knew. <laughs> she tried. She tried though. She tried. She tried to get that synergy popping. She tried to get that synergy popping. Then she got dragged into the bathroom with the shower and then Fez was like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck, man. Oh, why even take her on this goddamn mission? So, uh, <laughs> so with no wires, Fez is able to talk to Lori, who is the plug. Uh, who informs mm. and he informs her that Mouse is out of commission because, of course, uh, Ashtray kills them uh, with, with the hammer. And he calls Rue's family. She asks him, like, who, who is this girl that came with you? He said that he, she's my family and I would trust her with my life, which makes me seem as though she's in some type of business with, with, with Fezco or has been in some type of business with him for the past couple of weeks. Uh, they mm. get back to the car. They, they actually they sell. They, they literally get the pills. Pill man, pill man. Yet ask me. We hear. Gives her the money. That was a whole different type of bag that I seen right there. Oh, I was yeah. like, "Well, I don't know how they gonna move all this." Oh, that we well, we know why we they that's why they went to the party. Uh, so, oh uh, yeah, all right, I should have thought about that. God yeah. damn. So, uh, Rue Rue's back in the car with them. Will not stop talking. Like she just fucking <laughs> escaped their their lost arc with Indiana Jones and shit. Uh, Fez brings her back down to earth, man. He says, "Why do you think that shit was fun?" And I because she was back there going, wasn't that so cool, man? Man, a female plug, man. How many female plugs do you know, Fez? Well, well, that's a, that was an interesting point too, and I and I think that would be a plot point that we bring up or we talk about a little bit later in the season. Is her saying how many female drug dealers do you know? And he says one, and she says shit's got to yeah. change. So it's like think about it. Message. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after that, we're at the party. It's Jules' time. We see Jules. Uh, but we're at the party in in progress at that point, and Rue sees Jules before we see Jules at that point. Rue is in the darkness. <laughs> it comes to the light and says, "Oh, time to fucking hide." I knew for a fact that it was going to be party time, just knowing off the fact that. And we're going to talk very briefly about the soundtrack to this party as of right now. But Rue immediately in the darkness as Jules is walking up to the party. So I'm like, oh man, Rue's already in her head. Then Jules gets further in. She's literally on her knees hiding. I said, bro, get your jit ass up. <laughs> Everybody can see you. You cannot hide. It was literally the Cat Williams. You cannot hide right now. Maybe in your own head. It's a but if Jules sees you, it is over. It's a conversation or not. They weren't, she, you know, she wasn't ready to have at that point. I get it. You ain't ever hide from somebody at the party. Not on my knees by the bottles. Everybody's over there. <laughs> so we, we get in. Uh, we see Lexi. We see Kat. We see Jules. They're all chilling. They're all hanging. Very auspicious by Rue's absence because those were her home, or her home girls uh, you know, mm-hmm. last year. Uh, we, we learned that Cassie has abandoned Lexi. She's on some other shit. She, she was drinking, hops out the car, says, <laughs> fuck this shit. <laughs> Goes in, gets some fucking Tired of this shit. Get some baby ass cakes, <laughs> some fucking hostess cakes. Yeah, I heard you get some tasty cakes, Cassie. I didn't, I didn't oh, know, I didn't you. know you had it in you to come up, throw it, and get some damn tasty cakes. Got the, got the Chinese slippies on, like, come on, man. You got the dress <laughs> from the Chinese store, man, where they sell the hair in the back, man. You got the slippies on, man. The fuck y'all doing, man? So we see, we see, we see Nate pull up. We hear the oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I knew what it was. I knew what it was. And and we was in the movie theater watching that shit. What you think the reaction would be? Boo. Tomato, tomato, tomato. I'm throwing tomatoes. (laughs) A 
immediate, immediate booze. As soon as I see that, as soon as I saw the truck pulling up with the music blasting, two thumbs down. Gets the Budweiser's nice little hashtag ad <laughs> and slides Cassie one of the Budweiser's. Mind you, very uh, talented with his removal of the bottle opener without having a bottle opener. Yeah, I mean, he Do with that what you will. He good with his mouth. You know what I'm saying? That's shy guy. <laughs> hey, <clears throat> I'm not lost on what he good at. Uh, oh, yeah? She... He asked Cassie if she's still with McKay. She says, no, McKay is actually 30 years old in real life. Uh, so, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm not he, uh, he told me he can't come out next week. He has a prostate exam, so <laughs> I kind of had to chill over here. Uh, she says they're in different places. You know, leave, leaves that hanging for later on in the episode. Uh, and then he says that, you know, Nate says, Are you, aren't you a relationship type of girl? She says, I'm trying not to be. And she reveals that she keeps making mistakes and not learning from them. And Nate says... <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think Nate's eyebrows went up as soon as he said, "I'm not trying to be." And he's like, "Oh wait, 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 no, not like that, not like that, not like that, not like that." Hold up, chill, chill, chill. I mean, what I mean is, and then clearly, it ends up working in Nate's favor either way. She gets in the car. I'm a quote since we're talking about Jewels. I'm a quote. A, I'm gonna I'm quote something from the Honorable Jewel Santana. Oh no, <laughs> Nate's cruising up the West Side. Ready Hand, to do it. Hands going up her left side. He's ready to do it. <laughs> 90 miles. You know what's funny? Didn't even that that's the thing that blew my mind. Didn't even put a hand on her. Didn't even put a hand on her. Driving in the car, clearly fucking reckless, because they're literally popping Budweisers as he's driving. 45 miles an hour turns to 55. 55 turns to 75 and I start seeing the look in Cassie's eyes and I'm like no you are not mm-hmm. That's how you no do. you are not right now 75 turns to 100 he does a quick little break on his on his um on his car Budweiser goes flying into Cassie's lap I thought she was gonna be pissed and I was like alright uh-uh. Nate's gonna have to wasn't. find a way to get it I knew she wasn't Here's my <laughs> thing, man. She, was, she was victimized she was a victim that's all she was man I knew it's. I knew it was. Hey, listen, she she's she's vulnerable. She just broke up with her man's. Nate, Mm -hmm. he's popping. He's rich. He got a whip. He can. Is he popping though? He can buy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, for jock niggas, yeah. But we about to see somebody (laughs) in this. We about to be introduced to somebody in this in this episode. There might be a little more popping to him as far as just, you feel me. Oh, you going, feel me. Going, it's the time. It's the time. It's that time. We're it's the time. We'll get to that. But uh, Nate busting a hundred miles an hour like a psycho. This is evil. Then she pulls off the Yanties, and she's into it. Throws like, them to throws them to the back. Not even not even drops them in the passenger seat. Throws them to the back and does the classic Cassie lean out. Hair swaying, mm-hmm. like the Joker. Everything's in she, was, she was like the Joker in the Dark Knight. I said, "Oh no, nah, she's over." <laughs> she loves a good Joker, yo. She's done with it, bro. How would you feel? I know that had to break your heart, man. This is the heel turn of the century for a lot of people who who is just who loves Cassie, man. It just felt. It was, I, I just felt like it shouldn't have been that easy, yo. Like ninety miles an hour, he's so come on, man. And then the Budweiser literally makes it even more. Uh, makes it even more of a mess. But as soon as I saw that happen, as soon as the lean happened, I was just like, all right, Nate's got her exactly where he wants her to be. Mm, and it easy. didn't even really take that much. It took a little bit of fear and a little bit of scariness hey. for her to be completely subdued. Young Nathan and young Wheezy, man, this shit too easy. <laughs> That's what they was planning to whip, dog. 
God, Mark man. Mark not trying to hear it. <laughs> Mark not trying to laugh. I, try, I funny, bro. This thing, bro, he needs to die, bro. Like this, he need. I, I, I think, I think people think that's hyperbole, bro. He needs to die. This is the opposite of death. You have casting now. This is the opposite of death. He's you are living. living. So we flash forward. They're at the party. He takes us to the party. Nate busting Cassie down in the bathroom in the party. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's. Bu- I, I, I thank God it wasn't busted. Thank God it wasn't busted down. It was a good. It was handful of titty, a good little kiss up, kiss up handful of titty. You know, it's not. If it if it was pure bust down, I would have threw up. I'm just letting you know right close. now. I mean, it, it was out. The piece was out. <laughs> but, was thank, out. but thank God. Thank God Maddie needed to pee. Oh, no. I've never heard this before in my life. Oh, for, thank fuck God for Maddie. Fuck no. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I got it. I got to give it. I got to give it to her. Thankfully, she needed to pee because had she not needed to pee, I would have thrown up all over the floor. So Maddie catches Nate in the bathroom. Nate, of course, his voice is, un, you know, recognizable. Of course, they've been together for so long. Yeah, yeah we'll she's always asking Nate if he's doing something weird, bro. <laughs> <laughs> she asked if he's taking a shit at a party. I lost it. Really good line there. They had some really good writing for Maddie <laughs> this episode. Uh, but as Lexi's trying to find Cassie, she sees Fez. And it, I think this is actually an interesting art if this is what they're going to give her this season and, and have her do yes. something. She did nothing in season one. And we were at the end wondering what the fuck she was even there for, why she, she got casted. Fez don't even know her name. But <laughs> but I think that I think it was some type of meta writing because I feel like a lot of people from season one didn't know who Lexi was, didn't know her name. She was just kind of she was Maude Apatow. She's Judd Apatow's daughter in real life, famous director. And that's what people knew her as. They didn't know her as Lexi on the show. I thought it was a really good kind of scene, a couple scenes with them here on, on this episode. I think at most... The thing that got the most attention from Lexi last season was the relationship between herself and Rue. And if that could end up turning into something a little bit romantic, I think that ended up happening within those last few episodes of the season where you kind of like, okay, I don't know who Lexi is going to attach to within due time, but it feels like she's going to end up being with somebody in some form or shape or fashion. Definitely not a heel turn. I didn't see anything Lexi heel turn or anything like that, but we're just curious as to where or what she would be doing outside of just being Cassie's quiet sister Rue's friend. who was normally in the house. Yeah, Rue's friend. That's those, what she's like, you know me as Rue's friend. I've known her since. However, even Fez is like, why you even got to say it like that? Like, <laughs> you just say who you are. <laughs> Uh, it gets even more stressful as we go in. You see Rue in, in the darkness dipping in and out. She's trying to dip out of the party. This motherfucker Nate has a plan. No, to get out of there with, with, with Maddie as everyone else is moving through. This episode had energy of the carnival episode from last season for me, which I thought was, to me, the best episode of the season in terms mm-hmm. of just how everything was working. It was like it was that on 10 in terms of the tension between the characters. We already know they don't like each other. We already know mm-hmm. that Fez and Nate seen each other eye to eye. The Kill Bill sound came on. We know we know what's going down with them. A lot of stress there. But we also see that Rue goes back to the car, goes back to Fez's car, and she finds heroin in the car, and she uses it. Green Award is solidified for me this episode. I know you're going to talk about it. I will talk about it later. This solidified it for me. I, I, I don't know. I don't know about Green Award. I, I, I just watched Rue tonight, and I was like, yo, you are such... Like a J, like you are, <laughs> it is it is not it is not even it's not even disputable anymore. Like things were getting better. 
I was feeling like you were a little bit okay. Granted, the breakup's still harsh. The breakup's still pretty bad. You haven't seen Jules yet. They haven't even seen each other as of yet. Obviously, you relapse, not holding anything against you on the relapse. But things are bad. Like, you're getting barred up. Fez is completely frustrated in, ha- in, in, in having you around on a bad drug deal. Things are, I feel like there's going to be more people than we expect getting just frustrated at high-ass rule. Like, you yeah. are... You are considerably a J. Yeah, it's terrible. But you know what isn't terrible? It's time. My man, Lil Meech, pops off in the <laughs> hallway. You trying to go to the bathroom? Maddie is still banging on that door. Maddie said, uh-huh. oh, okay. And then she said, what's your name? She said, do I know you? He said, yeah, I'm Quantrell. I'm from Cleveland. Said, she smelled that. She smelled that Creed on his on his uh, on his on his uh, scent coming up yeah. coming up the way. Yeah. If I would have seen Quan or Trell on that caption. Listen, we're going to call him Quantrell anyway. Exactly. But if I would have seen it confirmed by Euphoria writers, I'm right through that window, crashing Bingo. like Ralph and the Simpsons. If anybody knows, we from last season on of Overly Medicated, we've been hoping for a character named Quantrell, black character, realer than McKay. <laughs> Literally, somebody realer than McKay. I'm not going to say real nigga. I'm not, I'm not going to say anybody that was just knocking the guy out. I just this, this somebody realer than McKay, bro. Somebody real than McKay. Yeah, literally someone who is what Lil Meech's character is. Okay, they're, they're going to call him Travis. We know what his name is. His name's Quantrill. It's you Quantrill. can't you can't you can't spell Travis without Quantrill. So we see Nate see Drools and Fez as he's trying to see because he's left Cassie in the tub. So he told Cassie <laughs> on a dummy mission, lay in the tub <laughs> while Maddie take t- you know peas and then come back out later and act like we want together. Because how did you feel? How did you feel when he looked around and started tapping the window? Started tapping the bathroom window. I was like, y'all are not gonna crawl out this damn window right now. Shit, he said, "Fuck, fuck, man." Let me (laughs) listen. I got a plan. Like this nigga hit the. I got a plan. All right, so I'm gonna. Here's the thing. I'm gonna leave. You're gonna go out like Cassie's crying, bro, on her knees. (laughs) Like that's my best friend. Please do not open that door. (laughs) He's like, listen, I got you. Laying this dirty ass tub, Lord knows what the fuck is in it, and then and then handle your business. Rue, we go back to Rue as the, as this is all building. She finds a dude in the bathroom who's snorting, and they start doing more fucking drugs because he's snorting as well. Uh, we find out this guy's name is Elliot Dominic. Uh, what's his name? Dominic uh, Fike. He's a he's a Dominic uh, Fike. He's a, is he a singer or a rapper? What is this guy? Um, how can we how can we categorize Dominic Fike? He's an alternative. R&B artist, um, I think he ends up coming out, you know, a, a couple of years after, you know, Frank ends up influencing a lot of that area. This alternative, different form of R&B. I feel like Dominic kind of feeds from that. Not necessarily comparing the two artists, but it really feeds from that area. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, uh, he's good. I, feel, I thought he was good here. I mean, not much to go on here, but I thought he was pretty solid with Zendaya. Um, she starts to lose heart function. She starts to go into cardiac arrest. Boy, oh boy! It took one. It took one line, bro. Took one line. Elliot Elliot was just like, "Yeah, I'm just doing a little line, you know, occasional." Elliot was like, (laughs) "Tell me what drugs you do, and I'll tell you what I'm doing, nigga." And we get and we get to where we at right now. Elliot, she tells Elliot to go into her sock to crush up an Adderall because apparently Rue knows how to get her heart back, and uh, he times it 56 seconds since her last, uh, her last beat. Nice since her last pulse. Unfucking real. Yeah. Great. She was gonna die. That's that's dupe. That's that's dope. Uh Elliot saves her life though, as Jules is searching for her. And then uh Elliot says after he saves her, I'm pretty sure it's not a good thing that we met. 
And then Rue says, you're my new favorite person. And we're off. I said, oh, brother, man. Again? Again? It's new nigga. New year. <laughs> was that was that her vibe? That that's how you'll meet your new nigga, bro. Hey, new nigga, new year, bro. That's what it is. Crush up that Adderall, put that shit in my nose, nigga. We uh, all made this shit rock. Maddie and Quantrell eventually get into the bathroom. Asked her to smoke some weed. She says, "I don't smoke other people's weeds." Uh, as Cassie's in the tub hiding, Matt. But before this, Maddie actually does go pee. There's no toilet tissue, and the tension is there. Oh, oh god, this was so disgusting. There's a towel though. And she wipes herself with the towel, throws it right on Cassie's face. I said, I said, this it was an unnecessary scene. I know a lot of people thought it was pretty funny, but I thought it was, I thought it was pretty it was like American Pie level of unnecessary of, of what they do to her. What if, but what if, if that's how Cassie was found out? If you just hear her just gagging, just, I would have that's how I would have got found out. I was like, Bro. But she gave it a good whip, like, yo, I know this ain't pussy on this shit right now. What was it? Shit. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know what it was. Yeah, you exactly. never know. Fez and Lexi sharing a moment talking about God. As Fez looks at Nate, he want to crack his shit so bad. <laughs> he keeps looking at him, and it's like, but they're sharing a really good conversation. We see Kat, mm-hmm. Kat and Jules apparently are like the new best friends on the block. And, you know, Jules has a moment of weakness looking for Kat. Kat's like, damn, I thought we was close. You still looking for Rue and shit. So it's like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if that was verbatim, Kat, Kat would, I would be like, yeah, give, give Kat some more lines this season, please. Give Kat some more lines this season, please. But we, we kind of got nervous about that, though, right? Like, as far as, as far as Kat, as far as Maddie, we were concerned. Not necessarily like a bad concern, but curious on how big they would be compared to our other stars that we have as of right now because again like we said in the beginning of the episode two and a half years have passed yeah a lot of things that happened for zendaya a lot of things that happened for sydney sweeney a lot of things, things happened happen to other people in the cast hunter schaefer as well um, yeah hunter schaefer as well and these things could end up playing you know bigger roles for them in season two whereas you might be able to benefit from barbie or alexa you know, having smaller portions that they did in season one, but still pretty pivotal to the scene or the series. Yeah, I what I but I I can't help but think that Kat was kind of, and I'm I'm hoping this isn't the case, but she was definitely seventh wheel in this episode. We get the reveal mm. that she's dating Ethan now. That was just a throwaway line of him just popping up on her and and mm. her saying he's really nice and stuff like that, and him popping up on her, and they talk, and then that's it for her for the episode. That's really it for her. There's really not a lot with her. Um, this this episode, she was very yeah. pivotal. First season, I I honestly with two char- Mark two characters introduced, with probably more to come. I don't see it. I I I just can't see her taking screen time away from these established people. That and I'm not here's the thing. Like, Quantrell probably won't play a huge part. He probably won't be in every episode. He probably won't even get a flashback. Mm-hmm. But it's just showing that like you know it's, there's gonna be some people that get put on the on the back burner. Uh, McKay shows up. And I said, ah, oh, shit, this, this nigga, man. I thought this nigga was in college. You don't got fucking midterms to set? Oh, well, it is New Year's. They kind of have a break. Nah, All right, nah, you got to go back in the fourth. Nigga, it's some type of term he need to be worried about, nigga. He need to be <laughs> <laughs> you don't got ACTs to take, nigga? Yeah, get your nigga, ass. Get your, get, get your study, nigga. Like, hey, where's the, where's the <laughs> 21, 22-year-old chick you were looking for? Isn't Cassie like a junior? And everyone else is a senior? She's like, well, here's, a, well, here's also what threw me off about that, too. When... 
Quantrell was talking to Maddie and was like, yeah, you know me. Let's just let's just hit this J real quick. Maddie was like, well, I know you're three years in front of me and that's mainly it. So I'm like, OK, yeah, he, he, he a trap nigga, though. That's different. Different rules. Trap different, different rules. I'm about to say, well, you're older than McKay. Well, trap niggas can go back to parties like this because they trap niggas. <laughs> McKay. But if you were in the books ass nigga, yeah. you gotta you gotta make sure yeah. you back in the bed. If you're a McKay egghead ass nigga, scholarship ass boy, yeah, scholarship head ass nigga, you can't go back, nigga. What are you doing? So obviously he's going there for a mission that we'll that we'll find out very soon. Uh, you know, is is him trying to talk to Cassie? But before we get there, we see Lexi calling Cassie throughout the whole night. Her phone actually goes off while she's in the tub. Maddie doesn't care, though, as she's in there with Quantrell. Quantrell actually pulls away the curtain, sees it as Cassie, doesn't know who Cassie is, doesn't know the connection. And he says, someone's knocked out. She says, whatever. So Maddie's undoing is that she's so into herself that she does not give a shit about anything. She takes she takes Quantrell out to the to the dance floor, passes Nate, looks Nate in the eye. Because the whole thing is that Nate is Mm -hmm. looking at Quantrell. We know how Nate gets about Mm -hmm. Maddie. So the thing about it is, here's my thing, Mark. I think Nate's scared of niggas, man. I think that's you can't knock that nigga out, boy. You can't knock that nigga out, boy. You Uh -uh. might, you might, you might have been able to knock the first dude out in the pool. Nah, you ain't knocking Quantrell out. I guarantee you that. You see the? I guarantee you, he ain't putting hands on Quantrell. Hey, that's street knowledge. That's the the chains. You see the tattoos on the neck? They, I don't. Mm -hmm. He know, he know, he know what it was. We made. He know what it was. Nate's kryptonite is street niggas, man. That's really what it is. (laughs) (laughs) We done figured the shit out. His 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 Achilles heel is street niggas. That's all you had to tell us, Sam Levinson, Zendaya. We could have wrote this shit. Street niggas, come on, man! All that's right. all. That's all. That's all. It takes sometimes. Sometimes the jocks get a little bit too uncomfortable with that. Quantrell gets a dub. I, I put in my notes. Hey, we winning. I don't know who we is, but we are winning. <laughs> let's talk about a getting a dub. To, let's get. A, let's talk about getting a dub to DMX party up though. Can we talk about getting a dub to DMX it's, party it's up. Paying homage, man. He passed away. I'm pretty sure that wasn't the song they was dancing to. I'm pretty sure they put that in after he passed away. If it, was, if it was how's it going down, I would have been like, oh, okay, sensual dub. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking with it. Uh, a sensual? With it. Did y'all hear this? This is what I got to deal with with Mark all the time. What is a sensual dub? You know, you wouldn't catch like a little sensual joint to how's it going down? Who's playing that at a party, bro? They play party up. We're, we're, we're already down bad. You play a party up at the crib. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is it cap? Hashtag is a ca- hashtag is a cap. Is it cap? Let me know. I just you know it, it could be. I, we don't know where, where we could place this, but I, I felt that the producers and the music coordinator probably put that in. Uh, shout, shout out to Labyrinth. Speaking of the music, not a, I, I heard one new song, but pretty much a lot of things are reprised from the first season, which is fine. It's a great soundtrack. Um, the legend back from the sounds of the heavens. McCann McCann Lexi find Cassie who's walking around the, in the party. Of course, Nate is like, "Whoo, nigga! Thank God she's out here." <laughs> She sees that she's uh, getting a big swinging dick in the show, by the way. So somebody does come in and, and takes a shit while she's in there. Uh, Jules sees Rue with Elliot as she walks up. But before we get to that, we get McKay begging, crying tears in his eyes. Pussy nigga. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> you a whole ho. You come to the party and say, hey, can I, um, can I, can I speak to you for a minute? Bunch of girls at the party. This nigga's worried about his ex-girlfriend, man. What is up? Come on, man. Come on, man. Cassie. Nobody respects the guy that pulls up to the party and, be, and, and hits the what are we? Come on, man. So Cassie says, I shouldn't be anybody's girlfriend. I said, ooh, ooh. <laughs> that was the ooh? That was the, that, that was the Kevin Hart. Damn. <laughs> at, that Damn. Point, at that point, it's over with. 
She ends it right there. And I thought McKay would have been a little bit more understanding, but he was like, all right, don't say another word to me. And yeah. just walked off into the uh, walked off into the abyss while Cassie. By the way, very well shot scene as far as the lighting. Cassie mm-hmm. looking very very alone in this scenario while McKay walks off into the darkness of partying and drinking and whatever else he gets into right. for the remainder of the night. Right. Um, but it was interesting. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Nate confronts McKay. This is the weirdest. This is some different. This is some. This is horny Batman type shit. Because he the way he was asking was 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 wild. <laughs> Nate confronts McKay about not having sex with Cassie. Asks him, "How is Nate? How is McKay already drunk?" By the way, I don't. What, the the time passing is really weird at that at that scene. Lightweight. That's why we need Quantrell. He took one shot and he's lit. Yeah. <laughs> he took one shot and he is lit. The Nate comes through like Kramer. You fucker, bro. Huh? You fucker, bro. Hey, hey. Don't tell me you didn't miss them titties, bro. I was like, whoa. Like at <laughs> yeah, first, I was, I was like, like hey, damn. Hey, in the beginning, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, it, like a nigga, like, yeah, I, I mean, did, yeah, I did, but damn. <laughs> I, I did. Then he said, "Where'd you come?" I would, and then it, you know, that's when nigga turned. Like, <laughs> that's what he does. That's, that's, what that's, what the con- that's when the conversation get a little weird. It's like, "Where'd you come?" What? what? Listen, man, ladies, listen to over the medicated. Real men don't ever ask that question. That was never ever. That no, was no, no, no. That was beyond. That was I, beyond me. That was beyond comprehension, my nigga. That was completely different but you see the wheels turning in, in in nate's head he's he's all about control and he's got mckay and to a bigger extent he's got cassie and cassie is the key to control mckay to control jules possibly and to control maddie who he wants to he even said to mckay i'm trying to get her back and it's like wait a minute nigga no you're not <laughs> how are you gonna get her back <laughs> all right, but but this seems to be his master plan to get maddie back is to use Cassie. So I'm seeing I'm seeing it. Not that I know, you know, that I got these evil villain plans, but I'm seeing I'm seeing the plot here. You, you feel what I'm saying, Mark? I don't know if it's gonna I don't know if it's gonna work though. Because I, I wanna Cassie's say Maddie's gone. smarter, but then after she said I can smell you taking a shit in there and there's clearly no scent, I don't know if she's that much smarter than it was last season. I mean do you feel like Maddie would catch COVID? Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I think Maddie would have called all three variants at this point. <laughs> the the OG pack, the Ami, and the and the Delta. Yes, I feel like and the, new, the get, new Florida joint. And she go get the. Flu- <laughs> <laughs> she go get the Florida joint. All right, is he, com- is, he com- is he coming back to school without telling anybody? Oh God. <laughs> so we get to the conversation, and and the, and the thing is, this episode is about giving people what they want. They want they wanted Lexi to find happiness. You got that. You wanted Cat to find happiness. You got that. You wanted to see McKay and Cassie break up. You got that. But you know they they throw a little twist in there because Nate still has to be there. But we see Rue and Jules finally have the talk. We waited two and a half years for this for them to have the talk. Rue apologizes. She says, you know. She she reveals that she she relapsed in the season finale of season one, uh, and you know we we we're we're off to the races here in terms of just. But then final five minutes, you get that stare. <laughs> Nate looking at Fez, Fez looking at Nate, Fez just he's, he he gets Lexi's number. So shout out Fez, he gets her number. Hey man, mm-hmm. walks over, and I I put in my notes. Lexi sees Fez warming up the club punch, the Jamie Fox patented club punch. <laughs> He takes off his sweatshirt, tells Ashtray, "We, hey, yo, we about to dip." Right at the mm-hmm. point where, uh, you know, he he's telling you know Ru that they want they want to get the fuck out of there. The 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 ball's about to drop. We're literally one minute away. So all this happens within one the the one minute again. Vibes of the carnival scene from last season. 
good shots of the principal characters engulfed in light, just shining on them, showing everybody, hey, everyone's here now. Rule apologizes, says she wants to be with her. So Rules is here. Rules is back. They're they're an item now, officially. Fez walks up to Hello. Nate, says, you know, how you feeling, bro? And Nate says, didn't you say you wanted to kill me? He says, hey, it's a new year. <laughs> we got it, man. You know, we good. I'm pushing P. I'm pushing P. This nigga Nate said, oh, word. Yeah, me too, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool word, yeah. Celebrate, grab the Tito. Mark, how hard is the Tito's bottle? That's shitty. I heard that shitty tequila, by the way. I heard that was shitty. What? Tito's? Well, Tito's is vodka. Oh, vodka, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so Tito's is vodka. I don't touch vodka, but that Tito's is a pretty strong glass. Like that... Should not crack that easy over a head. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. He cracks his head with the Tito's glass. I jumped the fuck up. Because at first, let me tell you, at first, I thought it was DDP hitting the NWO. And I was just like, oh, fuck. They're cool. And then you just see that diamond cutter just lean Scott Hall. And I said, thank you, God. It finally happened. We waited two thank years. You God. We waited two years for this. Set the tone. 2022, you four years back. Fez beats the absolute shit out of Nate for at least a minute till t- the show ends. We've been waiting for it. It's a cathartic moment. But I think, nice and bloody. But I think this sets up in motion Nate's biggest, Nate's biggest plan yet. I'm scared. I don't know what's going to happen out of this, but uh, Rue sees this, says, damn. Damn. And we are done. That was, that was what the real Kevin Hart did. And we are done with episode one, season two of Euphoria. Really good episode. Well, I will say I'm a little bit disappointed already because they already showed the season two preview and Nate's still alive. So I'm pretty disappointed <laughs> already. Um, he's clearly in the hospital. Cal said, Hey, got your ass whooped, huh? And and Nate's smiling throughout all of it. It's, it clearly looked like mankind in the cell. So I'm like, Fuck, this is going to be disgusting whenever he comes back. Yeah. But as far as rules in itself i don't know man i don't know if i'm on board i don't think i am i don't know if i'm on board I'm man Rue shouldn't have told her a fucking thing jules well rue is still clearly, living rue is still living in a in a in a world of hurt that she created and developed herself so like that's why yes. i'm like this this is it's fake like you didn't actually she didn't actually leave you y'all weren't together you thought you were you weren't jules wanted to be push a p Pull him, her, her, him, him, her, her, him, all throughout the past couple of months. Could, hey, Things could, clearly could you, didn't work could, out because you're back here. Hey, could, you, could Jules bag you? Could Jules bag me? Yeah. She pushing P. She she pes. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if she's pushing enough P for me. I don't know. If, I don't know if she's pushing enough P for me. That yeah. club scene. That club scene wouldn't work with me. You ain't slime me no ecstasy. I'll tell you that right now. You are, you, you're going to find some different shit. That's how, that's, that's how Jules gets off, yo. That's how Jules gets off, yo. Tries to, tries to get it smoothly. It might not work on this end, but you tried it. It didn't work. You're back here. Rue shouldn't have told you a fucking thing. Rue shouldn't have told When did you relapse? Why the fuck do you care? You were just on the train ready to dip. I shouldn't tell you shit. She but, ran away. She got caught. She had to come back, man. We know this. We know this. Rue walked back, said, first off, apologized. I was like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
You already lost. She's back to push a P again. Jules was push a P, lost it because I saw her crying. I was like, ah, ha, ha, didn't work. Then turned back into push a P again. Said, I want to be with you. The kiss happens. The birds and the doves from the heavens all sing. And here we are with rules. But I'm not on board, yo. Yeah. I see right through it. I, I think that this is an episode, like I said, the setting up everything that we wanted to see in the past almost three years. And I think that the writers are going to turn it upside down. I don't think we're going to get the happy ending like we saw. This, this is going to lead to more pain. I oh, think, yeah. I think Absolutely. We, wanted, we wanted Nate to get beat up and we wanted to see this, but I don't think we're ready for what this nigga's going to be when he gets out, bro. <laughs> I don't think we're well, ready for this. Fez well, I'm ready for death, out. so. Fez better watch out. But before we get out of here, Green Award. Green Award. Everyone's been waiting. The first Green Award of 2022, first Green Award in two years. What are we doing? Are you solidified with Rue? I'll wait to see what you say to see what I'm solidified with. If I had to pick a Green Award for this episode, you know, it's I, I, it's it's gonna feel it's gonna feel like bias, but I gotta give it to Nate, yo. It's I gotta give it to Nate. It's fair. I, I you know what, Rue. Very skin of her teeth lost it. Very skin of her well, teeth. Well, literally. The heroin literally almost lost it. The heroin and the heart shit was but when when Nate starts asking if he was if he was was performing pornographic things on his ex girlfriend. Why are you Yeah, why are you in my ear like Beanie Siegel and Petey Cry talking about did you come in or cunt? Nigga, excuse me? Nigga, excuse me. If McKay would have said that, I would have gave him an extra point. I would, I wouldn't have been so bad. I would have been so bad on McKay. Be not McKay is just like, oh, come McKay, on, man, listen, man. stop McKay, it, bro. McKay's really, pussy, bro. McKay's pussy, bro. I don't respect that nigga, man. He's he's done. We want to see more Quantrell. We need more. This could not be the last episode with Quantrell. No, absolutely it, not. It we need be. we need we need Quantrell's lineage. Exactly. We need. <laughs> well, Quantrell, his father was a big drug dealer out in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> We need to have everything though, but but absolutely. So we're back, eight episodes. We got seven left. We're gonna be back with you guys every single Monday with overly medicated, euphoric look into HBO's Euphoria. Are you how you feeling, Mark? You feeling good? You feeling good? I'm feeling amazing. I think I think as 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 much as you know, fan service ends up looking negative at certain points in times. So I think these ended up in an area where those two and a half years of wait were one hundred percent worth it it's gonna be a quick two months though that's why i'm not too happy because the fun and the laughs that we're about to have are literally gonna be gone just like that so for all those that have loved the pod i think one of the one of the the hardest things about overly medicated is the fact that we say goodbye so quickly we're gonna enjoy the time that we have but we're not gonna say goodbye just yet we'll be back next week you hear that yeah we back baby. the heavens yeah we back Mm -hmm. baby until next week for mark i'm justin check us out rnc radio live Follow him at my man MC. Follow me at OG Johnny Five. See you next Monday for Overly Medicated.